Never underestimate the value of hard work. I feel like working hard and not being afraid of failure is the key to growing your business, learning, being successful. I always say to myself and to others, you never fail, you learn. And I think that's such an important thing because your failures make you do better. Hey, welcome to My Company Story. I'm your host, Don Burge. My Company Story is a podcast where I get to interview some of the most interesting business owners and CEOs about the challenges that they've faced and how they've overcome them. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm here today with Brittany Dolan. Brittany is the CEO of Pocketbook Agency. Brittany, welcome to My Company Story. Hi, Don. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate your time. Brittany, let me explain to the audience a little bit about what Pocketbook Agency is, and then you can kind of fill in the blanks. I know it's a uh, you're a recruiting firm, and you're going to talk today a little bit about the value of a good assistant and the importance of making the right hires in your business. So with that being said, can you fill us in a little more about what Pocketbook Agency is? Absolutely. So Pocketbook Agency is a leading recruiting firm that places both support level and administrative roles for domestic and corporate clients across the U.S., um, ultimately, we apply years of industry experience and relationship building in order to curate the very best talent pool available in today's market. We've worked all over the U.S. We're currently about a team of six employees and growing, and we're based in Los Angeles. But like I said, work all over the United States, wherever our clients are based. So let me understand this right, Brittany. You have a, you have a corporate division and a domestic division, and that's unlike many recruiting firms that I'm aware of. They just have a corporate division. They hire people for their businesses. But tell me a little bit more about the domestic division, if you can, and how you got into this. Of course. So we really focus, like you said, on corporate and domestic. Our, our company is solely focused on support level staff and administrative roles. So through our corporate division, we work with companies across you know, entertainment and music, tech and early stage companies, real estate, finance, venture capital, uh, beauty and fashion, media, and more. And then our, our domestic division works with anyone from high profile families, celebrities, high net worth individuals, and more. And across those roles, we really place everything from personal and executive assistants, estate managers. Um, on our domestic side, we place chefs and housekeepers. And then on our corporate side, we focus more on office managers, administrative roles, executive assistants, things like that. I see. That's fascinating because, you know, my brother, for example, is an architect in Malibu and he has a lot of wealthy clients. And so they would hire those clients might hire someone that you would place uh, a chef, an executive chef or a personal assistant for someone up in that area that would really help them out with the day to day tasks that they have. But then the other part of your business is the corporate side then, right, of hiring personal assistants for, for business people to run the companies. Exactly. And often we will have a client who is maybe the CEO of a major company and they need to hire staff administratively for their office, like admin assistants, executive assistants, maybe a chief of staff. And then on the domestic side, we may staff their home and help them find a chef and an estate manager and, and an, a personal assistant. So it's an interesting business because we do tend to work with a lot of ultra high net worth individuals, but we also work with the everyday individual, the everyday family, anybody who is looking for uh, that support level assistance across either their home or office. Uh, Brittany, what value can a great assistant bring to a company or an individual? I mean, what is it that would, I mean, why would someone want to even go to the expense of doing that kind of thing? Exactly. Well, first and foremost, I will tell you, I get this question a lot because a lot of times we work with people who have never hired an assistant before or have never hired home staff or just don't exactly understand what the value of great support staff can be in their life. 
And I always say, you know, like any great employee, the right assistant will not only add tremendous value to your company or home, but they'll make your life more efficient, more organized. They're basically a right hand across business items, personal items, and often both. Um, you know, everything from calendar management, travel planning, even personal shopping and packing. It's, it's truly about whatever the client's needs are and matching somebody, you know, to them, given whatever those specific needs are. And I always say it's crucial to hire the right type of person for this role because the wrong hire can be detrimental to not only your business, but also your personal life. And there's so much that goes into hiring the right assistant. It's, um, it's not just skill set and work experience. It truly is personality. It's soft skills. It's chemistry. And all of those things are what we look for when we're recruiting. It's, it's definitely a big job. It's, it's not easy. But when you find the right person, we often refer to our job as, as matchmakers because that's ultimately what finding the right employee for your company is. It's, you're making a match. Right, right. You're matchmaking that. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious though, Brittany, why wouldn't an executive who's running a, a large organization, large enough to be able to hire a personal assistant like that, they would probably have an HR department. Why not just go to their HR department or to the regular department that the recruiting firm that they, they use to hire uh, programming engineers and that kind of thing? Why you guys, as opposed to some general uh, placement agency? Uh, absolutely. That's a, that's a great, great question. So I think what different differentiates us in that in that fashion is that we really only focus on these support roles. So over the years, we've built not only a massive network of, of talent in all types of support roles, but that's what we specialize in. It's all we do. Mm -hmm. So we know these roles like the back of our hands, you know, and I'll talk later, but Nicole, my business partner and myself, we both used to be personal and executive assistants. So we utilize that platform to not only understand our audience and understand what goes into it, but build our business. So that, that leads me to my next question, Brittany. How did you get into this? I mean, from you, so you graduated from college and then you yeah. did what? I mean, and before you got into what you're doing right now. Right. So I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, started my career as a personal and executive assistant, like you said, right after college. And, you know, I studied a completely different subject in school. I thought I was going to be a publicist. That was my, that was what I thought my path was. And, you know, fate had other plans. <laughs> I ended right. up working, um, long story short, working for a high net worth family in LA as a personal assistant. And that's actually how I met my co-founder, Nicole, and we work for the same family. So basically, you know, after years of working in these roles, we started to realize uh, out of working with countless recruiting firms and making our own hires and working closely with those sorts of agencies, we not only found that the staffing agency platform and the recruiting industry was in need of a refreshment, but we also realized that we had this niche experience working in these types of support roles and that it, there was a huge demand for it with the types of people that we were working with. So we had this aha moment and we realized we had to start our business. We developed a, a business plan, which took years to put together because we were also working in full-time jobs. And we would get together on the weekends at like 7 a.m. because it's the only time we had. And we would put together our business plan. And, you know, in 2014, we launched Pocketbook Agency and, you know, it was just Nicole and I in the beginning, we started in a tiny office in West Hollywood. And over the years, you know, now we're in early 2021, we're now a team of six, we're growing, we have some really exciting things in store for, for the year. And um, we finally got a bigger office, which is exciting. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So you bring that great, great experience to that niche then. What's the competition like? I mean, are there many people offering a specialized service in personal assistance like you're offering or is it is it pretty unique? 
Yeah, you know, I would say it's a it's a unique platform for sure. There are other companies that do it, but I think there's a few things that, you know, differentiate us from our competition and that's something that when we were developing our company, we were really really careful to make sure that you know, what was our why? Why were we doing this? What made us different? What made us stand out from your standard agency aside from the fact that we were, you know, two former personal and executive assistants starting a business, finding people just that, right? Personal and executive assistants. But I think a couple things that really differentiate us are one, our technique. We actually, over the years, have developed what we call our smarter staffing technique. And it's really just a refined approach to, to our vetting process. And there's, there's a ton more details about our approach on our website, but it includes everything from understanding our clients' needs and utilizing this matchmaker mentality to place talent. And we match not only, like we said earlier, in terms of skill set, but also personality, character, all of those things are really, really important in terms of making long-term placements. And, right. you know, in addition to that, we have a modern approach to hiring. We, we started this business from the ground up. We are not, we didn't come from the HR and staffing industry. We came from, you know, working as assistants ourselves. So I think it gave us an edge and we have a modern approach to how we staff these roles. It's, you know, it's not just filling roles for us. It's not a numbers game. It's really about genuine long-lasting placements. And, you know, the last thing I'll touch on, I think with our, with our competitive nature here is that our philosophy is really that we believe the most important things are in life are authentic connections made with others. That's how we built our business. And each day we work towards that. You know, we believe that the right placement not only helps the job seeker, but also helps the employer live a more fulfilled and efficient life. That's fantastic. That, that makes an awful lot of sense. Let me shift a little bit to the challenges that you have faced then as uh, starting a company, running it, growing it to the size of, of that you are right now, I'm curious, uh, you were a personal assistant, of course, you and Nicole, your co-founder, and now all of a sudden you had to hire people and you had to get people on your own staff and then you had to hire four other people. I mean, was there a, was there, was there a steep learning curve in, in doing your recruiting for yourself and then for others that you didn't know that well? I mean, tell me a little bit about that process. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's interesting running a recruitment firm and having to hire your own staff, like any great company, it's the most important piece. Your, who, who you are as a company is greatly determined by your employees. They're a representation of you. Um, you know, it's the most important thing you can do for your business is to find the best people to hire. So I would say, you know, obviously developing a business from the ground up is no easy task. Anybody who's done it can, can vouch for that. Um, there are lots of, you know, obstacles, failures, learning lessons that come along with building a company. And I think, you know, when I started Pocketbook Agency, after I identified our goals and our plans of our business, we had to figure out how to execute them. And it was a challenge because I'd never built a company before and neither had my co-founder. We were simply two women on a mission with this unstoppable motivation to make it happen. And it's interesting because when it was just the two of us, we wore every single hat, right? We were the accountant, we were the recruiter, we were the HR, we were everything. And building our own team, um, you know, like I said, now we're a team of six and growing. It, it was, it's really about taking a fine tooth comb and making sure that the people that you're hiring really are not only, like I said, a good representation of your team, but people that are going to take your company to the next level. And that's mm -hmm. how... 
I approach hiring for my own clients and, you know, all of our agencies clients, but also with our own team. And it's a full-time job finding the right people for your team. Hence why we have a company that does it. I'll bet it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going to ask, what's the hardest part in your role then? Is it, is it finding, is it finding clients that would, that you would need to then find assistance for, or is it finding the right assistance and then and then match them up. I mean, what, what, oh, chicken and the egg, what comes first? I mean, what, 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 what happens there? Yeah. So that's a great question, Don. I would say in our industry, our business is mainly referral only. We don't really advertise. It's, it's very much a referral based business with our type of client. And the, the side, the part of getting clients and making sure we have enough business is, has not been an issue since day one, thankfully. There's a huge demand for not only assistants, but you know, office managers, chiefs of staff, estate managers. There's a huge market for it. And once you work with one client and you do a great job, I mean, I'm sure you understand how this the referral process works. When you do a good job for somebody, they refer other people. And right. that's how we've developed our business on the client side. Um, in terms of our, our database of, of job seekers and our candidate pool, that's it's the same. It, we've developed it over the years. Yes, we do. We do headhunting. We have, uh, depending on our clients' needs, but we have a massive network of people that are all talented in their own regard in different different industries and different um, job titles. It just depends on what our clients looking for. So, so if I if I come to you and send uh, uh, Brittany, I I I I I think I'd like to get a personal chef to come in and cook meals for my wife and myself for the week. So you would be able to draw into your pool, your database and say, I, I know someone, I got Jill over here in Santa Monica, Jill loves cooking. She can come over and work with you. And then you put me and Jill together and Jill cooks for me. That that's how that, that's how that kind of thing works out then. Ultimately. Yes. That, that was, that's a very, very good short explanation. There's, you know, there's in between there, there's an extensive vetting process on the agency side for the chef. We would right. you know, make sure that we do multiple interviews, making sure they that she has not only the right skill set, but she has great references. She has a clear background check. And, you know, we would work directly with you to understand in that regard, what type of food you like to eat, when you like to eat. You know, there's a, there's 10, 10 questions that we would ask you just to get a basic idea of your need. And I see. You know, it's again, it's matchmaking. Yeah, so it's matchmaking. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm using a dating service, uh, pocketbook agency, in order to find the right cook for my wife and myself to come in and come in and cook for us. And you're making sure that it's a good fit like that. Right. And 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 so how so you must have to um, make sure that you have enough cooks in your database. Or when you when I say I want a cook that specializes in uh, you know variety of food, you have to go out there and look for that right person. Is that does yeah. it work both ways? Exactly. So we have an extensive database. We have, you know, thousands at this point, thousands and thousands of people in all who all have different background experience and different um, job titles. But ultimately, what it comes down to is understanding your exact needs. And we say, okay, Don, you need X, Y, and Z. We go into our database and we figure out who's a good match for this. And if we have a few people that are really a great match, of course, we go back and we continue vetting them and we make sure they, you know, are the right not only have the right skill set, but right personality, they'll fit well into the culture of your home, whatever, whatever checks the boxes for you, we really make sure that it's a fit there. Right. And then if we don't have the right person, or if we feel that we need additional people that would be a match for you, we had hunt and we consistently have referrals, we consistently have people that come in through our website, through our LinkedIn, there's so many different facets of where we get um, new, new candidates, new job seekers from. And it's, it's a continual thing. Every day, there's plenty of new people applying to work with us. 
I'll bet there are. And I'm pretty, I, you know, we're almost 12 months into this uh, pandemic we've been having right now, and you started your company before that. And so have you seen a huge difference? Has it really affected you guys in a, maybe in a positive way or a negative way? What, tell us what's happened because of this uh, uh, work at home model or, or, or lockdown model that we're in. Yeah, that, that's, uh, it, I will say that 2020 was an interesting year, I think, for everybody and every business was affected. Every human was affected. There's no, uh, there's no one person that was untouched either emotionally or with their job or any of that. And um, I will say when, for example, in Los Angeles specifically, since that's where we are based, when the pandemic hit in March of 2020, and all of a sudden, everything started shutting down in terms of um, obviously hiring people froze all of their hiring because they didn't really know what was going on. So I would say from March to probably July, we saw very, very little hiring. And all of the hiring that we saw was mostly remote. Um, we also saw an interesting trend that a lot of our clients who hire for domestic roles, like chefs, housekeepers, estate managers, things like that, furloughed all of their staff because nobody wanted them in the home, which makes sense because nobody knew what was going on with this pandemic. Um, and then, you know, as of, and then on the corporate side, just to speak to that as well, we saw everybody greatly transition into remote work. So, I mean, even as you and I are probably still doing now, we're working remotely. If, I mean, my entire team is still remote, but we saw that trend with our, with our corporate clients as well. Nobody was working in the office. Everybody was working at home. Um, it's starting to shift back into, into, um, you know, people hiring for their homes and people hiring for their offices, but just people having tons of precautions with COVID yeah. testing and masks and gloves and just being really safe about how to, you know, proceed and move forward with normal life in some capacity. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. But I would imagine also because there were people were letting people go in, in March and April, that time period back there, they didn't know what to do more people in their homes. They didn't know what the, no one's working in the office anymore. Do you find that you had a great resource, a great pool of talent to choose from? Because now all these folks are available to work. And so it's just a matter of the demand catching up with that. That is actually an interesting point. We did see an, in, an increase in the candidate pool because many people who, even people who had been in their, in their jobs, maybe as a personal assistant for the last 10 years for you know, a high net worth family or, or similar, they were laid off because of the pandemic and they were suddenly without a job. So the answer is yes, we definitely saw an increase in, in our talent pool. I do think that it's interesting because I would say between March and August of 2020, hardly anybody was hiring for either office jobs or domestic jobs. So we saw in August, August to December, we saw an increase and we got, I would say we were at about 60% of what we normally do in terms of open jobs in our office. And um, as of January of this year, I would say, thankfully, the... Um, the hiring demand has increased. That's great. Are you, yeah. would you say that you're back up to the level that you were pre COVID right now then? So we're past that, uh, you're past that, we're past that terrible 2020 time period right now. We're kind of getting back to normal. Yes, exactly. So we, I would say as of right as of like the first week of January, <laughs> when we got back into our offices here, we saw a huge increase and we're definitely back at a hundred percent right now. Great. That's great. Congratulations. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. So Brittany, as we wrap up things, are there any uh, lessons that you'd like to pass along to the other business owners that might be listening to this about what you've learned in your, in your journey that you've taken so far? Absolutely. So something that I always come back to when I talk about lessons learned is 
never underestimate the value of hard work. Uh, you know, for me, I feel like working hard and not being afraid of failure is the key to growing your business, learning, being successful. I, I think I always say to myself and to others, you never fail, you learn. And I think that's such an important thing because your failures make you do better, right? Mm -hmm. There, when it comes to hard work, I would say, you know, pocketbook agency wouldn't be what it is today without hard work. And also never underestimate what you're capable of thinking, building and doing, because we're so much more powerful and capable than we realize. That's so true. That's great advice. That's great to, great to end it on, Brittany. I appreciate that. And, yeah. and I know in the show notes, we'll have how to get a hold of you. But if they, someone listening, what would, what's the best way to, to reach you? Absolutely. So you can feel free to message me on LinkedIn. Uh, Brittany Dolan is my handle at Pocketbook Agency. And then you can also send us an email to hello at pocketbookagency.com. Great, Brittany. Thanks so much for, for taking your time and being a guest on the show. Really appreciate hearing your story. Thank you, Don. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to My Company Story. We have new episodes coming out every week, so please subscribe if you like this. And if you'd like to hear previous episodes, you can go to mycompanystory.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you or someone you know would be interested in coming on the show, please email me at don at Thanks for listening.